five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Nice to be in orbit. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You're listening to Cluck, the podcast where Ted Cluck and Josh Loftus talk about the things that make them happy because we can. We're coming to you live, well, <laughs> sort of live, from the great states of Tennessee and the great state of Washington, the city on the bay, the city that never sleeps. <laughs> I love it, dude. What's that, What's that from? Oh, that's from... Uh... Come on, you know. Yeah, dude, I do know, and I love Sleep it. Sleep from the bay, the city that never sleeps. The city sleeps. that never and sleeps. And then the chorus comes Yeah, in. then the chorus comes in big, dude. It's 80s, yep. it's anthemic. Uh, yep. Help me out, I'm old. I'm, I'm old and I have we CTE, built, help me out. We built this city by Starship. Yes, dude. Okay, so here's a... Here's a Listen on the radio. Yeah. Oh, you remember. Yeah. We built this city. This city on rock, rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, that's right, man. Dude, your voice is it. sounding good today, so that's one thing. Oh, but I appreciate it. There's yeah. a thing that I love about 80s rock, which is yes. how... I feel like there was a wheelhouse there for a few years where they would sample like snippets of the radio. So I'm a big fan mm, of like old yeah, school yeah. radio... And so you would get you would get like a little um, you know a little couple seconds of local radio in those in those yeah. rock songs and it was super fun. But uh, well, we've got a little. It's not radio, but we've got a little bit of that in, in our intro, Ted. Do we do? Some, I've noticed. We, we've got yeah. some of the uh, some of the uh, the. I, I mean, I think it's the Apollo taken off, isn't it? Yeah, the, like the famous countdown and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so, yeah. Yes, I love it. That's good it. stuff, Ted. What what's happening, my man? I, I feel like it's this has been this has been a week of uh, of uh, somewhat silence. We haven't talked a lot, dude. We haven't talked a lot, yeah, and that's okay. Yeah, not, like nothing okay. nothing personal, and yeah. like the so the standard rhetorical American thing to do would be to say like I've been so busy. It's been a crazy right. week, but it really right. has yeah. not been that. Okay, um, that's okay. <laughs> in fact, like it's just been a quiet week, and. Nice. I've I've gotten and like you you didn't want to ruin it. I didn't want to ruin right? it. Like sometimes yeah. I enjoy the quiet, you know, and absolutely. And yeah, like it's just been the kind of week where I've been able to get some work done. I've been able to get ahead on some projects. I've been able to like kind of think about making moves on some future projects that could be lucrative and fun. And uh otherwise it's just been yeah. quiet. So we're celebrating my son Maxim's birthday tonight, so I'm excited about that. Um Oh, legit. Sometimes on the podcast I talk about how I don't get excited about things anymore, but I get I do get excited about stuff like that, like um, yeah, cool. giving him presents and doing the cake thing. My wife always yeah. goes, and your wife's a chef too, so you get this. Like, my wife always goes way over the top on the cakes. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. stoked about that, and I know it's going to so, be decadent. So, do you guys do the thing where you, um, where you let him choose like what he wants for dinner, what yeah. he wants for dessert, and yeah. then and then basically, you know, you guys just make it happen. Yep. Right? That's it. Right. That's what we do. What did he want? Dude, he's a he's a funny guy. And he's adopted from Ukraine. So he wanted a Ukrainian flag cake. So she's That's awesome. It is awesome. It's kind of fun. So she's <laughs> making like a sheet cake 
that she's going nice. to decorate like the Ukrainian flag. So we're stoked about that. And then my son, Tristan, my oldest, who's a freshman in college, is a bit of a foodie as well. And he makes, I don't know why we started calling this, but we it's like hipster mac and cheese. So it's the kind of mac and cheese oh, that yeah, if you yeah, yeah. bought it in like... East Nashville, it would cost like ninety four dollars, and it come would out show on a, up like it show up on like a papaya leaf. It show up on like a papaya that. leaf or a, yeah. a scrap of sheet metal, and and some guy a named Trevor would be your, you know, your your waiter. But um, but yeah, who has hair that looks like the mac and cheese? Hair yeah. that looks like you could you could climb it, you know. But um, but yeah, so we're doing we're doing hipster mac, uh, spare ribs, awesome. and uh, and a Ukrainian sheet cake. So. It's That's gonna legit, be a, dude. Going to be a night. Right on. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, Ted, before before we go any farther, my man, yeah. I've got a small piece of trivia here go. for you. Uh, this one's a little shorter. Okay. I don't know if we'll get any mileage on this one or not, but it, but it made me chuckle because yeah. just thinking about the implications of this fact for the U.S., yeah. I think is pretty great. So there was a woman that was denied citizenship in Switzerland okay. for, quote, being too annoying. <laughs> That's fantastic. What what era was this? Like what time period? So, so this is the problem. This is the problem with this this facts page that okay. I give is they give zero context facts. That yeah. is literally all the information that I have. I mean, so I, I so like I like to think that it was yesterday. I feel like we could place it in the last twenty five years, probably. Yeah, but I would yeah. say it was either 2010 or before, because I don't even think you can call somebody annoying anymore. You know what I mean? No, it's probably like a slur. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's it, it, calling someone annoying has turned into a hate crime. I feel is, like it would have happened. to be if you were calling somebody annoying, it would have to be a straight white man. Like it couldn't even be a lady. Yeah, you know what I mean. S- yeah, um, specifically us. Yeah, yeah, guys yeah. like us, Baptist straight <laughs> white men. Um, I had this conversation. You had, th- had to throw Baptists in there and we're, to make it sound dirty, <laughs> dude. Yeah, we're rabbit trailing big time here. But Ooh, because I'm because yeah, I'm not okay. on social, there's certain yeah. like trends that get to me sort of second or third hand. Yeah, and sure. one that I've been like hearing lately is the term Theo bro. Theo bro, and it's always yes. a pejorative. Yeah. But I asked like yeah. the guys on my other podcast the other day. I was like, can can it, Theo bro ever be positive? Right. Um, sure. Can somebody ever sure. be called that and have it not be a pejorative? And and the follow up question was: Are Theo Bros always conservative, or are there like progressive Theo Bros or whatever that are that sure, are annoying yeah, but course. on the other side of the spectrum? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Do you have any no? Yeah, I mean, I think with as with any derogatory term, there's a spectrum, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So. Um, Every person that uses the term is going to mean something else by it, sure. right? So, yeah. like, it ha- it is a term to describe individuals who would say, let's say, make a really, really big deal about something that is not a big deal whatsoever, okay. right? Yeah. Um, so, and and in my again, in my opinion, and I realize this is subjective. I think that is the correct that is the yeah. correct use of a usage of it. However, however, there are yeah. those. Um, that would, and this is probably perhaps I'm going out on a limb, but perhaps more the answer that you got that would yeah. utilize the term to describe those that like actually care about yeah. being theologically correct, right? Which has become <laughs> right? sort of Which has like become uh, like really taboo, like like you yeah, know, what? Yeah, let's it's, not 
let's not make sure let, let's not make let's let, not care about what we believe yeah you know <laughs> or at least or at least outwardly show that we let's have convictions behind our beliefs quote unquote empathy or whatever we're calling empathy right yes. because these words yeah. i think the weird thing about language in 2022 josh is the fact that like a word is kind of whatever you think it means so like oh Theo yeah. bro to you and i might be different than it would be to somebody else and like even the word empathy or even the word like i don't know like gaslighting or whatever yeah. functionally it's basically just if you disagree with me you know sure, um sure. is is how people use it um i don't know man it's it's weird and we're really rabbit trailing here comes kk come wow you look nice Give me a hug. Oh. Yeah. Wow. This is great radio. Hey there, KK. Yeah, this is good Good radio. (laughs) Doesn't she look nice? I'm putting you in a weird position. Uh, You know what? Yes, she does, Ted. Yes, she does. Okay. I'll see you later. Okay, love you. Love you, too. You're just going to lunch with the girls, right? It better be. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Goodness. Dang. This really took a a turn. Yeah, I wish we had a little more morning here, but, you know. (laughs) Love you, baby. Be safe. Yeah, text me or mark me on your way home or whatever. <laughs> this is amazing radio. I'm not editing. Yeah, it's, I'm not it's editing such good out radio. This. No, leave it. This is leave staying it, definitely. in. <laughs> sometimes I forget that I'm in studio. Hey, sometimes Joshua, we forget just, that we're men you know. and we're easily distracted by pretty women. <laughs> nah, no kidding, man. <laughs> it's like, it's, oh, it's, hey, it's, hey, hey, you. Okay, hold on, hold on. Pause. Yeah, yeah, hey, what's yeah, up? Easy, what's going easy. on, girl? Yeah, let's, we, can, we can pause the radio show. <laughs> Where are you going, girl? serves us. How are you living? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, um... Anyway. I'm at a loss for where we are now. That I'm at a loss too. That's, but that's I, I what think, happens. That's what happens. I think your trivia on the word annoying, we could yes. probably place it some sometime between like 1990 and 2010. Because I think in like the 50s or the 60s, nobody was walking around saying like so-and-so so no, annoying, no, right? No, no. I think that's a function of like 70s, 80s, 90s. 100%. But, uh, 100%. Anyway, that's fun, man. You always you always do a nice job producing this program, Josh. You know what? I appreciate uh, it, Ted. Yeah, in terms of what you bring to the table. There are there are literally there are minutes of work. Just minutes upon minutes of work that gets into this. Something occurred to me. Oh, okay. And this is more of just the two of us talking. Okay, but I swear fine. we'll get into like show content. Yeah. So I, I, I alluded uh very cryptically to this potential ghostwriting thing that I'm that I'm cooking up. Well, after and after I had a literal dream about it. That's crazy. Do you remember this? No. Be- I don't. It, it, because this was the text I sent you. I texted you I texted you a te- I, I sent you a text out of the blue saying, yeah. "Ted, I had a dream last night that okay. Tom Brady asked you to ghostwrite his autobiography." Okay, it's not Tom Brady. No, but uh, but, but, but I now you, remember but that. But you text. use that, and you're like, dude, that's so yeah. funny because, and then and yeah, then, yeah, and yeah. Then go ahead. Yeah, but so what I was going to share with you, and we can explore this more off the air, yeah. is that this same person is looking for a podcast producer potentially. Oh, and, well, then we should talk know, about this. Yeah, yeah, so that could be it. Could be work for you and work for me. Absolutely, anyway, that's all I got. I love it. Yeah, I love it. We will yeah. we will converse later. Yeah. Take the show back. Right on, yeah. right on. All right, Ted, here's the question for today. And okay. I like this question because I think we can go as specific or as broad as we want on it, okay? But Got the it. question is this. Is man stuff making a comeback? <laughs> yeah. All right? Now, again, yeah. kind of like the word Theo, bro, man stuff is going to be yeah. pretty subjective in terms of sure. uh, its definition. Sure. But yeah. 
I am seeing a and I and I do think it's a pendulum swing just because that's the way culture goes. It's on a pendulum, yeah. right? And it's never right in the middle. Um, right. Uh, but but I am seeing here and there just kind of a a mm-hmm. resurgence, if you will, of okay. things that I would consider to be like more masculine activities sure. that are becoming popularized. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. There's the you know there's the right you know having like having a big beard is in right now because yeah, it's masculine yeah. and it's big right and there's a whole culture yeah. around it. Um, yeah. You know being being or at least <laughs> at least looking like you're you're like this this great woodworker right is like yeah. really big yeah. right now it's really aesthetic right uh, uh-huh. cigars are big you know uh, you yeah uh, home brewing is big like like all of these yeah. things that have been traditionally more associated with like masculine stuff like learning how to work on your car is coming back for yeah. some reason like i'm seeing all these videos of how to work Which on is these cool things. that's oh, super fantastic cool. right but yeah. but it start but i but i'm i'm starting to think like huh i wonder yeah. if some of these things are making a comeback and as somebody speaking uh, speaking for myself as somebody who grew up yeah. you know on a horse ranch doing yeah. all of these things just as part of life and not aesthetic right mm. Um, like shooting and hunting and yeah. butchering animals and you know things like that. Like I'm starting to yeah. wonder, like, are people starting to m- kind of gravitate toward that as we see like yeah. the polarizing things in in culture? So I wanted to throw yeah. that at you, man. Is is man stuff making a comeback? What do you think? It's a great question, and I think like so many things, you could probably tie it to whoever the person is trying to impress. Right. Uh, sure. So yeah. okay. if, if you were having this conversation with um, other people that we both know, let's sure. let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not Theo Bros, would, to be clear. No, no. definitely not Theo Bros. No, but no. There, there would be a sense of like caginess vis-a-vis trying to answer this question <laughs> because they, yeah. they don't want to be seen as a certain kind of man who's a non-empath or I whatever. I could hear the response be like, yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, that's yeah, hard. Just kind of uncomfortable yeah. with that, you know. And like, uh, so, I, I so to me, there are two. <laughs> yeah, there are two different streams of this conversation. Sure. One stream is like what you actually like doing. Yeah. And then who you're trying to impress. Yeah. And I think your word about how and when you grew up is interesting in that, and you're younger than me, but I think this is true of both of us. Where and when you were growing up, you weren't necessarily trying to impress anybody with what you were doing. Um, so it was like you were riding horses and and building fences and and yeah. you know delivering calves in the barn and stuff like that. But you weren't. That wasn't an exercise in like persona work like, for you. Like, like, like I wasn't trying. Like one, it wasn't broadcasted anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not making videos or making posts or making TikToks yeah. about it, right? It was literally just this is what we do as a living. Yeah, right? you weren't trying to you weren't starting a blog called the Manly Pastor and like creating content for it, you know, which is I think yes. the 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 sort of cautionary note about today is when people get into things, you never know if they're actually into it or if they're into it just for like persona curating purposes. You and, and know, dude, I hate that I can't <sighs> It's so frustrating to me that I can't know for certain what it is with yeah. some people. Right? I know. Because, and I, because like, I see people enjoying things or engaging in things that like I did as a kid, and I want to be like, oh, I want to talk to you about this. 
But then yeah. if it's just like this like sleazy like selling point, I'm like, ah, you yeah. like you're ruining it. You know what I'm saying? No, I get it. And it and it puts us into this gross position of having to like always deconstruct the person. You know? So like right. which is another I don't thing that's big these days. Deconstruction. It is but yeah. uh, deconstruction. <laughs> but like I don't wanna I don't wanna always be sort of like sifting through the persona work that my friends are doing. No, I you know don't what have I mean? Time. Trying to well, yeah, you don't have time and you don't want to do it. Like, that's not the relationship that you want to have with your friends. So, like, I find myself, and I'd like to hear you on this, I find myself more and more either drawn to people who, A, I know aren't performing for anyone. Mm-hmm. So, my buddy Lance down here, who, like, works for the water company, doesn't have any social media, like, he just is into what he's into, yeah. you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, or somebody who's like only into one thing like i I have friends and i'm i'm this way right like i really at the end of the day i'm only into football and writing those are the and and obviously i love my family and my local church and all that stuff but like as far as stuff in my life that i've been into for a long long time those are the only two things and like they're not things that i'm typically trying to leverage um whereas if like I don't know, and I'm just throwing this out as an example. Yeah. If I bought a vintage motorcycle, oh, yeah. which I think is cool, Absolutely. right? Like I, in, a, in a vacuum, I think that stuff is cool. Mm-hmm. And I started wrenching around on it in my garage, and I started an Instagram where I was taking these like kind of heavily curated pictures of me looking like a certain kind of cool middle-aged hipster wrenching around on my, on my like... Uh, I don't know, Indian motorcycle right. in my in my garage. That would be cool, right? So to a certain degree, you would look at that and you would say, that's cool, Ted's cool for doing that. But on another level, you would look at it and go, huh, like, this is my friend. I haven't known him to be the kind of guy who does this, like, performative persona stuff. Yeah. And yet here he is trying to, like, make an audience feel a certain way about him. And I just think that would be weird for you. Well, you know? well, it would. And I think it begs the question, do people that do this, like, wh- uh-huh. there's only a couple options. Like, do, pe- do people that yeah. do this just have no friends or, or, yeah. or have, have no real friends, right, who are calling yeah, them out yeah, yeah, on yeah. this? Or do they literally have to keep up this appearance of being interested and good at literally everything all the time, which sounds exhausting, it sure does. Or do they just let their yeah. friends in on like, oh yeah, this is all a scam. And it's just yeah. part of their life. It's like, I have this this half of my life that is online yeah. that is admittedly completely and totally false. But I have, I would I have actually, to keep it up. I would be more comfortable with that. I would be more comfortable if people were just like, this is a scam. This is a joke. <laughs> like I'm getting, sure. yeah. you know, I'm, I'm getting $500 a month to like, post pictures of myself with a, a certain, you know, coffee brand or, or, or right, whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. Like I'm a, being an influencer is a revenue stream for me, but I think where it gets gross, Josh, and we're getting to some real, like kind of cultural yeah. Um, yeah. commentary here. I think where it gets gross is the, how we've conflated the personal and the commercial. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. decades ago, those lines used to be really, jagged and distinct right like there was your professional life and your personal life and i mean 20 years ago there were no 
pastors who were trying to be influencers. Sure. Like that category right. didn't even exist. Like what you what you aspired to as a pastor if you had any aspirations outside of pastoral ministry, you aspired to like getting a book published, right? Like maybe I can publish my MDiv thesis or my doctoral thesis yeah. or whatever. And you felt a sense of achievement that existed somewhere outside of the realm of I'm tweeting about my book every, you know, 48 hours, mm. you know, but now there's this whole new category of, I'm in ministry, but I'm obsessed with looking cool. Yeah. And I'm obsessed with like being on the right side of every cultural issue. And I'm obsessed with like letting you know that I've got a new product dropping and you know, you can get it here or there right. or whatever. Right. And I don't know, here's where I want to hear you. I don't know if it's my old age that makes me think that's gross because you're more of the generation that like you grew up with that as, as more of a normative thing than I did. Sure, sure. Where are you at on it? I'm just blathering now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I have to, I have to be like, I have to be honest with myself and that like that used to, and, and if I, obviously if I'm not careful, like it can creep back, yeah. but that, that used to be me, right? Sure. Is, and, and I think it was just the culture that I lived in, right? It's like, this yeah. is what you do, right? You get followers, yeah. you get an influence, you get a platform and then yeah. you can like, you know, then you can actually do some things for the kingdom. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, so it was kind of coaxed and 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 coddled, if you will, in this. Yeah. In this like spirituality, like oh, but but I'm gonna do this for Jesus. When in actuality, yeah, like yeah, you, yeah. you just want to be known, right? Yeah. Oh, for what sure. What I have come yeah. to recently, within the last probably five eight years, um, has really been and and again we we aren't even talking about man stuff anymore. But but it is it yeah, is yeah. uh. We'll get back to that. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Yeah. I have found such an appreciation and I think I think people see it. I hope they do. Yeah. For the simple small local church ministries. Yeah. And that you know what I I God chooses to give people platforms and he mm -hmm. does that how he wills. I'll be completely honest, the vast majority of people that have platforms out there today, I'm not very jazzed about how they're using their platforms. Yeah. It's kind of frustrating yeah. the things they choose to focus on. <laughs> I feel that. Um, and it has made me really just fall just flat on my rear end in this middle of this camp that the small local church ministry is where it's at. That that yeah. is where the real kingdom advancement stuff happens is yeah. I am I am more convinced and some people people might think I'm wrong but I don't think I am. I'm more convinced that more gets done for the advancement of the kingdom of Christ in the pastor's office in the local church than any yeah. book deal that any big pastor puts out. Yeah, 100%. That's, I, I, that's where I'm at. I couldn't agree with that more. And I, I actually want to tie that great comment to something that you mentioned the last time you were talking, which was, does this hypothetical person who's doing performative online stuff, does that person have friends? Yeah. And... I think what I've observed is that the people who have the most robust, like real friendships aren't doing a lot of performative online stuff, if any. Yeah. And then the opposite's true. Like if you have the kind of life and sometimes look like we happen to be in a blessed space where the, the Lord's just been kind and we have a lot of close friendships where we are and even not where we are. 
but and I know that's not true for all people, but I think the people who do a lot of performative online stuff tend to not have a lot of like close actual friendships. And it's 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 in part a function of just hours and reps, right? If I'm getting all these reps in on Twitter, weighing in on arguments with strangers or just posting things that are intended to make me look a certain way, then it follows that I I have less time for actual dialogue with actual people in my actual life. Well, you know what well, I mean? Well, and it follows that I think by consequence and by necessity, the people mm-hmm. that are going to be surrounding you are the ones that are just there to support the brand. Yes, that's right. right? And, so, and, and those and, aren't friends. Let's let's be clear. Like, yes men, yeah. yes men are not friends. We've conflated that too, though. I mean, we've created this... And it's like ones and zeros at some level, like like with, um, you know, the beginning of the internet and then the beginning of Facebook, right? Yeah. Like we we created this category online called friends where you're really just stacking numbers, right? right? And you're stacking people who follow your brand, but we're calling them friends, which is kind of confused the issue, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so a person can feel like they have 5,000 friends when what they really have is 5,000 people that have clicked follow and that's a different thing right yep um like there should be a different word for that like audience member or well, well <laughs> I, I i like i think i think they're just followers like yeah, like it's right. just it's just people that 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 want to be updated with the content that you put out they're not friends they're yeah. never going to interact with them most likely ever uh, right. Unless you're, you know, scrolling through their comments and things like that. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's, I think it really is just the complete opposite of what real friendship is. Right. Yeah. And I think you're right. I think, I think we've, we've conflated it and I think it's turned into something yeah. that has just become normal. Um, yeah. Which it's very normal, right, yeah. which again might possibly speak and, and, and give some, give some, clarity as to why some of these man things are coming back yeah right is so because like a lot of them have to do with like i don't know like like real work like real experiences like 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 actual actual things that take time and talent to do instead what a great point instead of just here i'm gonna take a picture of myself by the pool i'm gonna slap an awesome filter on it and boom fifteen thousand likes that takes zero effort well, right. right, and it's very fleeting, right? So the yeah. good feeling that you get from doing that lasts, I don't know, a couple minutes. Right. And whereas, I don't know, if you build a chair or even if you, like, change the oil in your car, yeah. like, there's a sense of accomplishment where you're doing a thing that exists for real in the physical world, right? So mm-hmm. this this idea is at odds at some level with like the metaverse and in all these discussions yeah, and right. you know kind of bigger broader discussions that people are having about what is life going to look like in a decade or two and i find it encouraging that people are people are gravitating toward those sorts of things right and whether it's for manliness reasons quote unquote or whatever um, i think people want to feel like they're they're moving the needle in the tangible world of things that we can, you know, experience. And, um, you know, it's funny too, like when and where we grew up wise, 
I don't feel like manliness was really a category that we had to worry about too much. You no, know, no, it's um, just what you did. Yeah, there's just stuff that you did, and like, I don't know if if a boy in Blackford County in 1986 would rather read a book than like go throw a football in the yard. I, I don't know that we were accusing that person of being less manly. It was yeah. just sort of a preference. Right. Um, and I still feel that way. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I don't want to get into this um, scenario where I'm labeling, I'm saying, yes, I'm the arbiter of what's manly yeah, and right. that's manly. Right. And that isn't, you know, I don't want to be that guy, but um, I do think though, and man, we're we're really rabbit trailing, and this is all my fault. I've been, that's okay. Uh, that's okay. You know what? These 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 episodes ebb and flow. Um, yeah, and and that's okay. That's all right. I'll say this, and people can read into it what they want. And I hate saying this because it runs the risk of offending someone. And I'm as a as a Indiana kid, I don't want to offend anyone, but. It's just an observation, right? Okay. So we're we're being right. very clinical right That's now. Right. Clinical. This is Ted's opinion, people. I think a lot of Christian boys have grown up cr- primarily in the world of women. Mm. Um, so I I work at a college, so I just see a lot of Christian boys, sure, right? I get sure. a lot of reps in with Christian dudes who talk to me, or even who I just observe casually. And I think a lot of these boys have grown up primarily in the world of women. Now, that's not all That's not all bad, right? Um, yeah, in fact, there's right. a lot of good that comes from it. But the other thing that I see and hear a lot is like, I have a dad. My dad's even in the picture. My dad's still in the home, but I don't know my dad. Yeah. Right? Yeah, right, um, right. And whether there are lines to be drawn between that and the other thing that I just said, who can say? But I, th- I think maybe... Well, you know. I mean, I think I think you and I can look at our lives and see. And again, yeah, it's not there's there's a there's no way that comment is disparaging toward women. It's it's no. actually it's actually a critique on men. In that, I think in so. That your kids, yeah. your kids need a balanced life. They need to see. Yeah. They need to see the. <clears throat> excuse me. They need to see the qualities that come from mom, and they need to see yeah. the qualities that come from dad. Right, because that's, right. that's what creates a well-rounded kid, right? And they see yeah. how each parent responds to certain things, and they learn both from their parents. You need you need a balanced you need a balanced childhood of your mom teaching yeah. you things and your dad teaching you things. And if it's lopsided, if it's just one, I mean, yeah, you, you, your kid is going to your kid is going to to turn out a certain way. And I do yeah. think that we have seen in the in in culture and in the past. I, I don't know how many years you want to go back. Um, yeah. I see a lot of dudes not pulling their weight. And yeah, I, see, I agree. You know, and I see a lot of moms out of, in many in many cases, out of out necessity. Out of necessity. Out of that's necessity right. having to take both roles. And that's not how it was designed. So here's, right? a, here's a positive that we can end on vis-a-vis man stuff. Yeah. I think 20 years ago, and I'm talking like early stages of young, restless, reformed. Okay. There was this attitude among men that I'm going to sire a bunch of kids. Sure. Like literally like a bunch of kids are going to spring forth from my loins. Right. 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 <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to support those kids financially. Yes. But then never talk to them. Well, that's that's it, Josh. So <laughs> like we say that and we laugh, but like I really think functionally that's what was happening yeah. in Reformed them kind of 20 years ago. Right. 
I'm siring them. I'm supporting them. That's kind of all that I'm being well, called to do. Ted, you know why? And this goes back <laughs> yeah. to what we're talking about. Is because having a bunch of kids was part of the brand. It was part of the brand, for sure. Right? It's what you um, did. Whereas now, and this is the positive that we can end on, I think there's a little bit less of an attitude that I have to have 11 kids for the brand and more, like maybe I have fewer kids, but I actually know them a little bit, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I actually even enjoy aspects of life with them, which I think is a really good thing. And whether that manifests in like, we read books together or we fix motorcycles together or we throw footballs together. It really doesn't matter except that we're together. Yep. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. No. And, and I think, dude, I think that's, I think if we can begin to bring our focus more into that, I mean, one, the kids are going to be much more grounded and well-rounded as individuals for sure, but it, it makes, it makes life easier and happier yeah. when, when the, when both the husband and wife are present and the kids yeah. see their parents like loving each other and doing their best to love their kid, right? I mean, it's just yeah. it's just a good thing to model, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know how this went from hey, let's talk about man stuff to uh, parenting advice and things like that. But you know what? <laughs> it's all tied it, together, it though. It is. It is. It is. It is a massive web of things that yeah. affect one another. You pull one one thread, and then this thing moves, and that's just how yeah. that's just how it works, right? Um, I'll say this, yeah. <laughs> and man, like, is this uh, another hot take? <laughs> yeah, this is just bad radio by me, but like, it's another hot take because okay. we were about to like kind of organically end the episode in a way that would have made sense, <laughs> and then I thought of another <laughs> thing whoop! to say. It's all right. <laughs> I don't think it's especially manly to live a performative fake life online for other people. That doesn't strike me as a very manly pursuit, and do with that what you will. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. No, you know. no, I can I can co-sign on that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. all. I don't think I don't think being fake is manly. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But you know yeah. what? Some of these individuals probably don't care. I don't know if being that's man very I don't true. know if being manly is what some of these individuals want to be known as. Well, no, right? and that's so. even a that's even a category that would make them uncomfortable, right? <laughs> even is. the even the word even the words being manly. Even the, wor- the word masculine. It just that would you know. elicit a shudder and a and a kind of kind of kind of kind of sort of sort of sort of and 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 you know kind of the all like, the uh, I don't know uh, all the academic qualifiers you know yeah. would come out and yeah. it would just be a whole thing yeah absolutely well Ted uh, we have uh, like men beaten that topic to death <laughs> <laughs> we have haven't we <laughs> we're at forty we're at uh, forty five some odd minutes uh, we're gonna do a quick cluck or suck. And then we're oh, yeah, gonna we're it. gonna get we're gonna get out of here. And then uh, okay. if you got time, maybe record another one. If we have yeah, let's do another time. short one. Okay, yeah, for sure. All right, all right, Ted, cluck or suck. You mentioned it a little while ago, and I'm actually surprised you did because it was on my list. Mm-hmm. The metaverse. Yeah, dude, does it cluck? Does it suck? Is the jury still out? Could it? Could oh, it be man. somewhere in the middle? First, just just based on what you know of the metaverse right now, right? Does it cluck? Which is admittedly very little. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Th- this is how I get things. Like I get things. I know a thing is really a thing when it finally gets to me. Oh, okay. Right, like. Like the word Theo bro existed for like six months before it drifted across my transom. <laughs> you know true. what I mean? That's right. And like the metaverse is probably kind of the same way. So I think it sucks. Um, but me thinking it sucks 
is less a referendum on what it actually is and more a referendum on like, I just love the past. I love old stuff. Um, I love tangible things. And I'm just not that interested in the, like the internet and computers and like virtual things. I'm, I'm not, I just don't have a deep and abiding interest in it. And that doesn't necessarily mean it sucks. Um, like I don't, I don't really especially care for opera either. But like I, I went to a couple when when we lived in Eastern Europe, and it definitely didn't suck. It was actually really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm not into it. You know what I mean? Sure. And And I think for me, the the metaverse exists somewhere in that space. But also like, ah, this is another rabbit trail. Man, I suck at radio this morning. But <laughs> <It's> okay. <laughs> this author that I love, David Foster Wallace kind of wrote about all this in Infinite Jest. And the thesis of it was basically, if we create an online world or we create a system of entertainment that's so compelling, it's eventually going to kill us because we won't be able to live or function. And that would be the concern that I would have with the metaverse. Like if the metaverse is so compelling and so curatable and I can make it so perfect that I no longer have an interest in like... Um, like real life? I yeah, feeding my kids or bathing my kids right. or, you know, and I no longer bathe my kids, they're old, but like I'm, I'm speaking in hypotheticals here. Yes, let, let, let's be clear, people. <laughs> if I can't do the basic functions of life in a material world, I don't know what happens then, you know, and that, that would be my concern. I think we're already seeing it, right? Mm. So like what we talked about before which is this temptation to like spend all of my time on, you know, Twitter or TikTok or Instagram or whatever, like curating a fake life for by and large a fake audience. I think that's just like kind of the junior varsity version of the metaverse. Um, yeah, it was like the precursor. Right. It's the precursor. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it sucks. It too. sucks. So so Ted yeah. Ted is living in a material world, but he is not a material girl, is what you're saying. <laughs> that's right. I'm very manly over very here. Very manly. <laughs> yeah, well, my reason for saying it sucks is so much more petty than yours. Okay. It's Go. it's literally, it's it's from Facebook. Facebook mm -hmm. is from Zuck. Zuck sucks, yeah. therefore, Metaverse sucks. There you That's go. That's where I'm at. I, li I like it. I like I'm petty. a very simple I man, Ted. It's very, I can do petty. Very subtle. Yeah. Yeah, I can do petty. I, can, yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah. maybe next step, yeah. it'll just be all petty. Nothing but pettiness. Oh, Tom Petty. Tom Petty. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Mr. Three Chord Guitar Songs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Where you got on Tom Petty? Uh, I, he's got, he, he's the one with the weird voice, right? That, yeah. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, crazy about yeah, Elvis. Crazy about Elvis. She, she loves, loves horses yeah. and her boyfriend, boyfriend too. too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like Tom Petty exists kind of in this space of his own people who are more allegedly interesting as musicians than they actually are. Yeah. I would put like Neil Young in there. Oh, yeah. Well, he just got banned from Spotify. Did you hear that? Dude, yes. I heard about because that. He, That's kind well, of fascinating. He, well, he, he, he gave an ultimatum, and I think he yeah. underestimated, he, he overestimated <laughs> his worth to Spotify. He overestimated the impact of Neil Young goes, in a modern He goes, all right, context. Spotify, it's me or Joe Rogan. And Spotify yeah. was like, well... They're like, cool, it's we'll take Joe Rogan. It's going to be you. Yeah. And he's like, wait, I didn't yeah, yeah. see this coming. What, what in the yeah, world? I, I could not have foreseen these events. <laughs> well, that's a, that actually speaks to a really, a, a real thing, which is, 
the the group of people that cares about Neil Young, yeah, has about five to ten years left on <laughs> Earth, right? I mean, it's true, and I'm not trying to be funny. <laughs> it's true. It and by and large, just like like all the people that he gets, <laughs> he, he gets like twenty five thousand downloads a month. Yeah, and they're all people over like seventy. <laughs> Dude, they are. So, like, in a very real way, they're going to be gone soon. And actually, I was making this point on my other podcast about Twitter. Like, the encouraging thing to me about Twitter is, like, my students don't use it. They never talk about it. And they probably haven't talked about it for a good six or seven years. Sure. Point being, all the people who use Twitter are, like, 35 to 55 years old. Which means Twitter's got a shelf life. Like it's it's not going to be with us forever. Well, well, which it's is the exact good. same with Facebook. Like Facebook used to be yeah. the hot new thing. Now, like it's like it's it's grandparents keeping up on their grandkids. Sure, you know? so that's yeah. what Facebook is. So so and yeah, yeah, and that's just the way culture goes. Like it's the brand new thing for a little bit. It's a vapor, and then it's and then the next new thing is going to pop up, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, Ted. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, no, I'm gonna, la- I'm gonna let you. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna let you elegantly end the program. Elegantly, as, as if to, Ted, stop talking. <laughs> exactly. You got to end the program. Um, <laughs> people, we thank you for listening to Cluck. Uh, this was a um, what's the word rickshaw of an episode, um, kind of thrown together uh, like a yeah. hipster mac and cheese on a, a yeah. steel papaya plate presentation right. whatever uh we do appreciate you guys listening hey we're on all the socials we know we hate the socials but you know what the socials yeah. are somewhat a necessity if you want to be able to talk to people about a podcast these days so we're on the facebook we're on the instagram we're on the twitter all at cluck cast you can find us there um and uh interact with us ask questions uh give us rebukes or critiques whatever we don't no, we, don't do we, that we, well yeah. i mean i mean i'm the only one that sees them so that's so true. ted yeah. it's it's out of sight out of mind for ted which out is of sight, out of mind. um yeah. we appreciate all of you guys listening we will catch you on the next episode of cluck later <laughs>